everybody, what's going on? It's Lee Kwai Lao here, and I'm coming to you live with a, an amazing, amazing person, uh, BMX Shark Art on Twitch. If you haven't seen her work, she is amazing. She's a professional. She's good at what she does. Um, and this is a podcast that's going to open up your eyes into the world of an artist coming into streaming and the steps you gotta gotta take. So, without further ado, BMX, welcome. Hello, everyone. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how'd you get started in your what you do? Oh my gosh, it's such a long story, but to compress these things is sometimes, I don't know, it's sometimes difficult because I find that there's so much involved in each tale and each segment of my life regarding uh, character design. Um, I've been, but I've been drawing since I was a little girl and I went to animation school in Vancouver and I started working in the animation industry around 21 years old at Atomic Cartoons and I worked there for many years and I also worked at Bardell Entertainment and I worked uh, on various cartoon series uh, back in the early 2000s. Um, depending how old or how young you are, like most people won't know some of these shows, but a lot of people actually do. A lot of my students, I'm actually a teacher at a private uh, college here in town um, for animation. So I've been drawing for a very, very long time. And I just like have a lot of information to share with others. That's awesome. Did you ever get in trouble for drawing on walls as a kid? I, mean, just- <laughs> I got in trouble for drawing on my tests. <laughs> I remember I remember a vivid memory of drawing a, a scene from Hoth, Star Wars, all over my tests, and I, like, lost marks for that, so. <laughs> I could, you know, I, I just had to ask, because it just seems like most people that draw. No, I actually didn't draw. I was actually a good little kid. I didn't draw on walls. I had plenty of paper at my disposal. And plus, I would have disapproved of walls as a child because of the texture. So, <laughs> Pencil doesn't stay straight, right? Yeah, I would have the, 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 the wiggliness or the bumpiness. Of the, I'm like, I, this is not acceptable. Like, give me like high quality paper. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So like when you got, got into the art scene and you start doing it as a profession and you went into the work world, world for some of these people that are looking at doing this. Mm-hmm. Was it easy getting into the job market or did you find it kind of a struggle at first? Um, back when I went into animation, it wasn't as popular a career to go into. So um, my school had about, for that year, had 250 applicants around there. And then out of the 250, only 40 got picked. And then out of the 40, only 22 got picked for the actual class. Um, I graded in 1999, and uh, I believe 1999. Oh my gosh, it's been so long. That's a long time ago. Uh, 99 or 2000, and I found that people, you know, people who had a passion for drawing for a long time were only interested in going into this profession. I find a lot of people nowadays who actually don't draw that much, they want to go into animation because they might think it's kind of a cool job, but then they sometimes lack the actual drawing skills. Um, I I can't say I drew drew super amazing um, when I went into animation school, but I did know how to draw variety of stuff. And I was into drawing and I had thick, fat sketchbooks of drawings all the time, right? So I I was doing it avidly. So, uh, avidly. So 
I find that it when I got my job, I got my job to it two weeks after graduation and animation was pretty big in Vancouver at the time, but it's probably, it's not nearly as big as it is now. Like there's way more companies now. There's, there's a lot of more 3d animation studios when there wasn't like any 3d animation studios back then, or if it's very minimum or there'd be just like one. Right. Um, I know that I didn't have a problem getting work. And then when I got my job, I stayed in that field of work for about five years and more and, and with that one company for five years and then another company. And then I worked at various other companies after that. Man, that's a, that's a lot in short time. If you kind of like put it all yeah. on paper, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. That's um, why I said earlier, cause it's, there's so much to my life when it came to, when it comes to drawing, when it came to character design, industry alone, like what was it like being a woman in the industry back then? Just all of that. There's so much. I have so much I can I can share with people. Wow. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, for those of you that if you just now hopping in or listening to this podcast for the first time, um, we we are actually here uh, talking with somebody who's gone through the the the. The, the very man struggles of becoming a successful artist where a lot of people struggle with that. Um, we of, often hear the terms, a great artist is often a starving artist because you are, are so passionate about your work that sometimes you forget that. Yeah. I, I need to be paid for my work and my mm -hmm. time and getting into that market. But we're here with uh, BMX shark art. Um, you, you could check her out on Twitch and her story is quite amazing because she's, she's, created some amazing cartoon characters um, and she does it in real time and she does it really fast um, in your Twitch streams. And how, how did this streaming come about? I mean, um, what influenced you or what came your way where you said, you know what, maybe I'll draw in real time in front of strangers, you yeah. know, um, yeah. around the world. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my one of my good friends, shout out to Hidden Rainbows, is a, a very popular streamer on Twitch, and she just made partner. I'm so proud of her. Um, she started Twitch, I don't know exactly how many years ago, but when she told me about it, she's like, you know, you should really get into this. And so... I was kind of like, when it comes to like technical stuff, I, you know, I'm such a traditional artist. All those years I worked in animation, I was drawing on paper. Like I didn't really go near a computer at all for anything, you know? And she kept pushing me and she was a bit more like tech savvy with stuff. And I don't know, she just kept saying, you need to do this. You know, we did some comic cons together. I did comic cons for years as well. And the idea of actually drawing live for people is something I've actually always done though. So drawing live for Twitch is not really any different. I'm used to actually having people at a table at a comic con watching me draw. So the pressure of that doesn't, I'm not scared of that, right? So the more I hear about it, I have some, I had students that told it, told me, you know, you should really like, cause they see me draw live at school on the, like on the flat screen TV, the same kind of setup on a Cintiq or whatever. And they were telling me as well, like, we think you should do Twitch. We think we'd be really good at that. And it was with, uh, hidden rainbows and with my students and another friend of mine, Uvio, uh, who is my co-streamer uh, on Wednesday nights, we were just kind of like, I think we need to just do this. That's awesome. So with having Uvio's technical help, because he was the only one who 
was going to be doing it that I know close enough, right? Um, and Hidden Rainbows, I was able to draw a lot of information for both of them to basically help me with all the technical side. And they were both an amazing help with this, right? As well as my husband for at-home technical stuff, you know? Um, it's good to have so, a, a tech nerd yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So because I'm just kind of like, and it was even funny because when I started Twitch, everyone was so supportive and very much like literally guiding me from the actual live stream like you need to go here and click this and then that will fix that right so everyone had so much patience and the community was absolutely amazing for this so that's yeah. awesome so you could you could basically say that you know the comic-con environment which is also a fun environment mm-hmm. for everybody to go mm-hmm. and enjoy from small yeah. to young to yeah. old um it's just an awesome environment and it really prepared you for the interaction in real time drawing in front of strangers, yes. um, which is awesome. I think because a lot of times, you, you know, if, if an artist is working on a project or if they're working in their studio, it's normally just them, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, you could well, kind of become like an introvert in a way. Would you say sometimes if you um, run around a lot ne- of people, not necessarily like uh, animation uh, was very open studio. Um, you had tons of people working around you. Everyone was focused on the work, so they're not necessarily, you know, over your shoulder unless someone came over with their coffee and you're like, hey, good morning, you know what I mean? And so, um, but what I would say, what prepared me over the years for being able to draw so fast on Twitch is the fact that um, everything was t- traditional and I had to pump out so much material uh, for these studios. And I also did prop design as well as character design. And uh, the speed I had to go and the pressure prepared me for just being under pressure to draw. So I can, the reason why I can draw so fast is because I have years of experience of drawing fast for the reason of getting, you don't want to drop the bomb in, you don't want to miss the deadline, right? So I drew so fast that I was, you know, making my work available to them like one to two days before deadline because I always knew that even if you you don't want to make it right to the deadline you want to make a couple days or a day before so if you do get revisions from your director you're able to go back and fix them and then have everything ready for your deadline so over the years all of that excessive drawing and drawing with speed plus the fact that I was a cleanup an animation cleanup artist and just a character a character sheet cleanup artist right so sometimes whatever I had to draw when I got it back and it was approved by whatever major studio, I had to then clean up my work. So then I had to have a really, I had to be quick at drawing perfectly, I guess you'd say. Really, really nice clean that's lines. That's wild. That's, um, yeah. wow, that's almost nerve-wracking. I mean, I, I guess you're yeah, yeah. thinking about it like, like oh <laughs> yeah. my God. I mean, I, I write my name sloppy. So, yeah. you know, that's uh, to think that you yeah. got to do a whole picture like that time and time yeah. again and without mistakes and be able to mm-hmm. identify those mistakes it makes you a pretty yeah. pretty good artist yes um, well working on sinbad for dreamworks really prepared me for that that was like next level cleanup because i was feature quality we're cleaning up animation coming from dreamworks and your you know your pencil lead is point three milliliters it's so skinny and 
you're dealing with a pencil that can break easily. It's really, really fine lines. And then you're working about like this far from your, oh from your animation God. table with a spotlight with like a, you know, like a Pixar lamp yeah. right there. And you're constantly flipping your animation. You're making sure you're getting it right. <laughs> oh no. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. So yeah. And any, any mistakes you make is going to be like on the big screen, like blown up, like how many thousand times. Right. And it's, they think you <laughs> see everyone. It's not as easy as you think it might be. No, no, it's, it's really, it's really, it's, it's really yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, oh. it's really hard. <laughs> Wow! Holy cow! That's um, that's something. Uh, since since you're streaming, you've gotten it more dialed into, and you've been doing it for a little bit now. Obviously, I watch your channel. We watch your channel, and we've seen you grow at a really nice rate. What would you say so far are the pros and cons to streaming, being new at it, but also being very successful already at such a young time into your streaming career? Um, I think so far, the only cons I had was just my inability to grasp the technology as fast as I would like. You know what I mean? I am a parent of two teenagers and I have another part time job. So I feel that um, I have no so far downsides with Twitch at all. It's more or less like it's like maintaining and organizing my life and having the balance of Twitch um, and have it flow nicely. Right. So. Um, and then also still grasping the tech, the tech sides. There's still a whole bunch of things with the program uh, that I don't even know about. You know what I mean? But I had a lot of support to help cover, at least I cover the basics. And then now I know. So I know that anything I struggle with is just going to come in stages. And the more I do it, the more it's just going to get better. But uh, for cons, uh, man, I just have nothing to say but good things about the community and meeting people, all different types of people all over the world. I am a very social person, so I do enjoy it. Um, prior to Twitch, I actually used to host like art jams in my house or art jams at like our drink and draws. So I like getting people together to do art. I like helping people with their art. Um, also another reason why I actually love, I absolutely love teaching is because I like, I like, People who were like me as a kid and wanting to help them get better because I remember being in this world and having not anyone around to help me out, right? So I went literally from high school right to animation school. Wow. That's mm-hmm. and and you gotta figure back then animation it was it was a different world. Um yeah, you know, it was a different world. Uh, yeah. today it's 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 so uh, what digital dri- driven, would you say, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um so you, you, what's neat though is you kind of got to bridge that. You got to be a part of that bridge of mm-hmm. the before and after. So I think I think that collaboration and you streaming um, gives you a, a really unique ability. You know, um, I really do. And so I, I tell you what, you can see it in your artwork. Um, where can people, if if they don't catch you on 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 Twitch at BMX Shark Art? which I highly recommend you guys check it out. And it's, she's, she's fast. Like I, I, you're fast. It's like, Oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> and it's like, you're, you're wondering like, what, wait a minute. Did I just miss it? Yeah. Like she just redrew, redrew, redrew half of that thing. Um, yeah. it's, it's, she's that fast. Uh, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. <laughs> The inside Twitch joke is like, I can't even go up for a pee and come back and there's a whole drawing done. It's like, 
<laughs> that's a bit basic. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's usually like the, 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 the running gag all the time. Or get a drink of water. It's one or the other. And then they'll, they'll come back. There's a whole the whole new drawing. Because some people will be like, how is this even possible? And I'm like, it's just years of practice. It's just, that's all it is. It's like watching it <laughs> a robot before your eyes. I mean, I think you're part AI or something because it's, yeah. it's, a, it's at an amazing speed. Um, if they wanted to see some of your art, um, other than just some of the streams, where some of the places they could check it out? Uh, I'm pretty much live on Instagram, so that's where it is. A BMX Shark Art, it's open. People can go check it out there. I had some other platforms, but I just think uh, uh, just with my duties as a parent, it's hard to. And uh, we have a Discord server, so Uvio and I share a dif- Discord server that anyone can come in and join that server, drop in their art, drop in you know, how they feel, what they're working on. They can say all that kind of stuff and do all that kind of stuff there, but it's pretty much Discord and Instagram. But yeah, as a parent, it was hard to have several platforms because... I already have so many other responsibilities that having, you know, being accessible to like five other, like Twitter, Facebook, um, or any other platform. It was just too much. I'm like, I can only hand like just two. I like where people, I, wherever they can find me on discord and they can find me on Instagram. So that's, that's probably two of the, I'll be real, probably two great sources. I mean, discord's an amazing tool. It really is. Um, It is. I absolutely love discord for all it all it has all it has to offer it is it's nice and for those of you that never use discord i mean you can share images links you could oh, communicate do so much stuff i, I think you can even call yeah. on it um but it yeah yeah i've, yeah, I've right? made discord i've made discord calls i've uh yeah no it's, i do lots of it's stuff. universal it's an amazing tool um and as in 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 your family i mean i was only one that draws or anybody else? Uh, no, my husband's a 3D animator, and he's also a digital painter for fantasy authors, and he works for Funko Games doing board games. So we both met in animation school, and we have just been going hard in this industry for a very, very long time. Man, but I'll yeah, but he's kind of he's kind of like the secret the secret guy. Like he's he's so talented, but then you know we'll meet people. One time we met some people at a comic con and. They're like, wait, you do this kind of work? It's like, where have you been? But it's like, we've been parents for one thing, right? So we haven't really been out there in that kind of virtual world. Uh, I know my husband's had a, he's had a Twitch account for a long time. And it was something that he wanted to do years ago. But I, a lot of that stuff was like way over my head. So I wasn't, I, I mean, I only started drawing on a Cintiq maybe about two or three years ago. So I have been drawing traditionally up to like, literally like 2016, like I haven't, I haven't, I like, I wanted to make sure I got a Cintiq. I couldn't do the Wacom, like an Intuos 4 tablet. I had to be on a screen. If, if I'm going to draw, it's got to be on a screen or on paper. I, I can't do the tablet thing. I don't know. It's just how my brain works or whatever, but, but, uh, I ended up getting, uh, an older model Cintiq through my husband's previous work. And then I got to work on that Photoshop, uh, I had a hard time with, I don't know. I think it's just, it's just, it's a tool. It's learning. Uh, you got to understand I'm learning these tools without any kind of schooling. Right. It's just like asking my husband when I need help. Um, but not also my own fault too. There's also tutorials I could have looked at and I could have seeked out a bit more. But like I said, sometimes I felt that um, with looking after little ones and stuff like that, your priorities are completely different, right? So now that my boys are a lot older and a lot more independent, 
Um, I know for me, like Twitch is not going anywhere. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be like that old lady that still plays Skyrim. <laughs> I'm going to be Twitch streaming. <laughs> At least that's what I feel because it's good for the mind. Know, it, it's, it's not my drawing. And what I do is like not over yet. And, and I, I can feel that way for a lot of artists. Like, like people will just keep drawing because people love art. It's true. They do. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, people, I, yeah. they look at sunsets and sunsets are, are you know, it's all nature yeah. art happening mm-hmm. in real time. Uh, yes. So you, you, you literally just kind of drift well, away. Them. Yeah. It's yeah, beautiful, yeah. you know, and uh, again, your artwork's amazing. Um, if you guys want to see a true artist good at what they do, you need to check out this stream. And I'm telling you right now, you will definitely be following this channel um, because the people that I, I've recognized so many familiar people that come back every single time I'm in there and I'm just like, Oh yeah, I know who that is. Oh yeah. And you literally start to know who everyone are and they're talking about the previous drawings or, or yeah. did you do this character yet? Cause I was hoping to see it. So like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, some pretty good conversations go in there from anime to, uh, um, comic book characters to, uh, uh Disney, like all kinds of different things just kind of happen in there. Um, but yeah, uh, all, all the things, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. And uh, yeah, what what amazes me too is how fast you color your drawings, like in real time. I'm like, man, your color will expertise is insane. Um, as Thank far you. as being able to blend, uh, what, what do they call that? Like reflective lighting, or or uh, what do you call it when you're highlighting with all those beautiful highlights and stuff in your colors? Because I mean, it's you make it look so easy, but the pictures. I mean, I think it's uh, well, I'm still since I only been on a Cintiq for and Photoshop and programs like this only for about since like 2016. Right. Uh, I have been a line artist for most of my life. So coloring hasn't been a part of my job coloring anything. Right. So that's why I'm, you know, I would say I'm like 90 Eighty-five percent, like more of a line artist, I am a color artist and inking and stuff like that. Wow. So you would never know that by seeing your art. Yeah. Like, so I had cow. to learn a lot. I had to learn a lot of like you know. Last time I took color theory was back in like animation school, which is only almost twenty twenty years ago, right? And well, actually, it is. It's twenty twenty. It was twenty years ago. So I probably could use. I've been wanting to possibly buy some programs or not programs uh some tutorials online because i want to get better with like lighting and understanding lighting right like i do understand it but it's there's understanding it and seeing it for what it is and then actually applying it and doing it right so i i'm i'm always transparent with people when it when in regards to like yeah this is still a problem for me you know what i mean i still have a problem doing proper lighting and understanding lighting um and that's okay because the, you, you're not necessarily going to be good at every single aspect, right? So, you know, don't ever be too proud to admit that you 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 struggle with this. You need help with this. It's okay to look at other tutorials because people may look at my stuff like, well, she doesn't need help with anything. And it's like, no, there's still a lot of stuff I would need help with, right? Right. Um, and so, but I've I've done one thing to death, and now I need to do another thing to death. And if I just do the one thing to death, I'm not going to learn anything else. So there's a part of me that has to actually, as I describe it, um, you know, when a kid is on a bike and he's learning the training wheels, yep. right? But you know those training wheels that can kind of lift up? Yep, little by little. <laughs> right? And and they're still like teetering like this, she's right? T- she's and I'm teetering like, right now. Yeah, I still feel when it comes to color and lighting and stuff, I'm still 
Like, I don't want to let go of my training wheels just yet. So, like, but that being said about the whole bike thing, I, I got to ask. Yeah. The name, BMX. Yeah. Yes. Shark. Yeah. Tell me how you came up with the name. Where did it come from? I We have to know. We have to know because somehow okay. I feel like it's related to a okay. bike. Um, I just, I don't know why or how I came up with this name, but I rode a BMX for many, many years. And I've been riding the BMX since I was like 18, 19 years old. And I, I probably had a BMX periodically as a kid, but I moved so many places, you know, bikes get lost in the move, right? Um, and so, yeah, I rode, I used to ride my BMX from North Vancouver all the way to Granville Island every day and back. And so my bosses at Atomic used to call me the BMX kid. So if I was like late, they, and it was right next to Granville Bridge, so all those Vancouver people might <laughs> obviously will know where that is, right? And they'll be like, where's the BMX kid? And then they had a set of binoculars in the studio and he'd get on his binoculars like, I see her, she's coming over the bridge, so she's going to be a few minutes late. So they, they toyed, you know, that's what they called me. Or they called me the girl because I was the only girl at the school, at the studio at the time, right? So, and the shark thing came because I love sharks as a kid. Like, it's my favorite ocean animal beyond anything, right? And I have a shark medallion that is from Cabrillo Beach Museum. And it's the only thing left I have of my dad's and that my dad has given me and has got for me. And it's the only thing I have, you know, with me. That's awesome. Sorry. This is. Oh, that is awesome. Well, I, I, I guess um, we'll get ahead and wrap it up because I know you're on a time limit. Yes, and, I am. Um, yeah, man. It's been it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing. And again, BMX Shark Art. Check her out on Twitch. If you don't know who she is, she's amazing. She's a she's in high demand everywhere she is. Her lifestyle is always a constant go. So I, I just want to thank you for coming in and giving us the opportunity. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Talk about everything, and uh, they're gonna check you out. And uh, we we thank you. I hope so. <laughs> All right. I hope so. Love okay, it. Okay. Awesome. It. You you take care, and I'll be sure to say hi in your streams. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Take Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.